Hey, it's Ryan Doyle from TDR's Guaranteed Money. Why are some sports wagering stocks not doing as well as anticipated? Sports NFTs set to rake in billions. We'll tell you more about that. And Josh Allen's rookie card, the Buffalo Bills superstar. The card went for how much? How much? You're going to find out as Guaranteed Money gets rolling. And welcome to Guaranteed Money. I am Ryan Doyle. That is millennial entrepreneur Anthony Verrill. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you as well. How's it going? Uh, good. We were just saying, like, we, you and I shoot the shit before this podcast every week for about 10, 15 minutes, and it sounds identical to the podcast, which is what Pretty you much. want. You want to wait, like, it's right. This is just the two of us talking about the world of sports, sports betting, the sports betting industry, investments and whatnot. But that's kind of our lives. That's kind of how we roll day to day anyway. So that's what you, you get the genuine article with the two of us is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's like the real stuff. I mean, I'd rather it be like organic conversation than just like monotonous, just like bam, 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 facts, facts, facts. No one wants that. I mean, it's more just it is what it is. And it's why you're listening. Our take yeah. on the uh, sports sports business, sports finance and uh, sports wagering market. And that's the one thing I noticed with with the two of us in Vegas, not to toot our own horn too much, but that's kind of how we are. And it's weird to me a little bit because we don't yeah. we haven't known each other all that long. But I, I even noticed when we were down in Vegas we were having conversations just like that, and it was very fluid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I mean that's it's chemistry. It's good. It's uh, it's good, and a lot of our uh, interests align. So I mean that makes it even more easy. Like I remember, except for the fact that Coach K is the best Olympic basketball coach ever. <laughs> um, that's that 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 that's one thing that I'm just going to keep bringing up in perpetuity, and and that and that you absolutely shit on me for uh, for for bringing up. Well, it's because you, you, I don't know why you would want to be wrong every single show, but I mean, that's on you. That's a you yeah. problem. That's not a me thing, pal. I was going to say, did I you remember, know, go ahead. Did, did you know that North Carolina actually beat him in his first game and yeah. North Carolina beat him in his last game yeah, of bookends. the tournament and at Cameron? That's crazy. Isn't that a beautiful to me, that's, thing? That's just like, that is, that's just like the simulation, like fucking up. Like that's, <laughs> that, that, that's crazy that he has that long of a career. And for them to come down for it to come down to that, it's yeah, that was wild. That was wild stuff. Uh, all views on the Guaranteed Money podcast and the guests on this podcast are purely opinion. You should not treat any opinions expressed by us or our guests as investment advice. The views on this podcast are solely intended to be informational and are not investment advice. Uh, you know, where do we want to begin? Uh, you know, we've got golf to talk about. We've got the NBA to talk about. The playoffs are going to be ramping up. But, you know, maybe this is the, the best way to start it. Uh, sports betting stocks are sinking even Oof. as the major event schedule is heating up. Now, I get this question a lot from people who aren't aren't fully in the space that, that want to get into it. For example, I've got a couple of WhatsApp chats going with some of my high school boys, and they'll always say, what stocks yeah. are great to invest in? And I always say to them, listen, I won't give you advice. I'm not, in, I'm not in that position. But what I would say is look behind the big names. Who's running the tech? Yeah. Who's running the, the infrastructure? Who's running the payment systems? That's where you want to look. Everybody seems to be disappointed here, Anthony, that we've had things like the Super Bowl, March Madness, now just the Masters passing. And the stocks, they expect the stocks to go up with the way sports is going up. And that's not the case. That's not how this works, folks. No, I mean, to be honest, I mean, we're getting into an environment where multiples are getting slashed in half. I mean, growth is becoming more expensive. Capital's becoming more expensive. Um, it's an environment where, I mean, companies that aren't turning a profit are not going to command those investment dollars from institutions and from professional money managers. And that's just the facts. I mean, if I was looking at sports gambling stocks from a just a whole sector, 
perspective, I mean, I'd be picking my horses. I'd be looking for guys that have tech. They have cash. They're reducing their marketing spend. They're building their consumer base quarter over quarter and that they're going to look like they have good growth prospects going into the future. Figure out where you want to enter and then start to dial toe, toe in. I mean, this isn't the environment to say, hey, I want to pick this guy and I'm expecting to 2x in a quarter. That's not going to happen. I mean, inflation's running rampant still. Like I said, rates are going up. Um, growth is being discounted. This is not an environment for these stocks to be ripping. It's an environment for these stocks to be getting in on a discount and then have a long-term time horizon and, and pick your best horse. Fuck your Not smart. to be cliche, but yeah, no, you, I, would, I, like, I would do that. I, I even appreciate the cliche. Uh, <laughs> I like a little racetrack cliche every now and yeah. then. Because, you know, I, yeah. I, I look at DraftKings. I'm in on DraftKings. But I'm, I'm not in on DraftKings to make money yeah. this year or next year. I got like a four or five no. year plan on DraftKings. It's not certainly anything I'm expecting to cash out on soon. No, not at all. And I mean, I'm getting my ass handed to me in my entire cannabis portfolio. But I, I know what I'm investing in. I'm looking at the fundamentals. I mean, they have very, they have tremendous growth prospects. And I mean, sports betting has the exact same thing, if, if not stronger. I mean, you've got a much broader consumer base and you've got much uh, less stringent uh, regulations around marketing and, and around consumer acquisition. I would be, I'd be buying right here, but don't expect it to be going anywhere in the immediate future. It's a long-term game. This is investing. It's not a trade. Have we lost that though? That, you know, maybe not everybody, but maybe the new school investor with, you know, all sorts of different apps, the wealth simples of the world, the, you know, the, the GameStop generation where oh, people completely. expect to get rich quick. Yeah. And it's not it's not even a it's not even a, a matter of, hey, you know, anybody's playing the long game. No, you have to sometimes play it. Have we lost sight of that? Absolutely. I, 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 absolutely. And I think, to be honest, a lot of the stuff in like I'm speaking from experience, a lot of like the stuff in, in, in like the penny stock world and a lot of the stuff in in a lot of the, the high growth sectors. I mean, people expect like a pump and then like to get out of it or people expect it to like 10x and like get out and get out of it. Like these companies are startups when they're going public, really. They're not they're in their growth phase. They're not mature. They're not throwing off profit. I mean, these aren't get rich. You don't get rich quick. I, I've learned very, very hard. <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. There, there, there's no there's no way to invest where you get rich quick. I mean, you can buy a crypto and it can pump and you can make 10x on it. Sure, it's going to come back down. And if you don't sell, that delta is gone. I mean, I bought into a Bitcoin mining stock a very long time ago and it took five years. Wow. No, probably four years. But my principal was 75,000. We sold it for around 1.3 million. It just took four years for the damn thing to come around. And it's being patient and sitting on it and knowing what you invested in. And it took Bitcoin ripping to 40, 50, 60K for the stock to actually go. I mean, this is going to be the same thing. These companies are in growth phases. They're in their user acquisition phases. They're nowhere near reaching critical mass. They're growing to down the road. So you make an educated decision, pick your, pick your ponies, and then just let it sit. If it goes down, dollar cost average in, and then just keep on your keep on your uh, your, your initial picks and in your uh, with your time horizon. But this isn't get rich quick. You don't get rich quick investing in stocks. It's not yeah, going it, to happen. There's the no same. Timothy Sykes magic formula. Yeah, that's just going to make you rich. It doesn't work. And it's the same with sports gambling, right? You're not going to get rich overnight. You know, oh, the, yeah. best, the best guys are going to crack in the 50, 51, 52, you know, maybe 56, 58 percent, but somewhere in that range. 
Uh, but you you know, you want to manage your bankroll. You want to do it consistently. You want to make sure that you're not putting way too much out and extending yourself to try to, you know, get the next big thing. It's all kind of an inter an interwoven narrative in a way. Yeah. 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 It's like what I did at the March at March madness. I went on a heater for, for three days, got up to like, I think it was like 18 grand and then made a couple of bad bets that were way outside of my unit size and then left Vegas even. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a good example. Lesson to learned, be, right? You got, you got to be disciplined. You got to have, yeah, yeah you got to be disciplined. You got to have a formula and stick to that formula. If not, shit usually goes south. Uh, single game sports betting has been front and center, of course, in Ontario, Canada for a little while. Uh, the industry opened fully last week. Uh, one CEO has come out, the guy from Rush Street Interactive uh, from Bet Rivers. He said during a telephone interview this week uh, that the casinos, online casinos, will generate substantially more tax dollars for the provincial government. He says what's important to note in the United States is that the states both legalized online casinos and sports betting. Two thirds of the taxes generated are from online casinos. I understand his sentiment from a business side of things. It sounds like it makes a lot of sense to me. I know it's working in the United States, but I'm a little uncomfortable with the idea because I it always comes to mind, right? The person sitting in their basement playing roulette with money they don't have. I don't know why I keep no. coming back to it, but I'm sure that's what goes through government's minds as they decide to give it the yay or nay. Yeah, I mean, I think online casinos are cool. I think they're novel. Um, they're entertaining. But as like a core business, no, you've basically just boil down all of your games into a slot machine like online roulette online craps online poker even online blackjack you're you it, it, it's all algor- algorithmic uh it's all al- algorithmically driven and i mean every game on an online casino is a slot machine essentially um me personally i mean i would go on there and like screw around for a little bit but there's no way i'm going to sit there playing online roulette and online craps i'd much rather go to a casino but there probably will be millions of people that do do it um so i'm actually curious to see how that really uh that revenue mix starts to uh starts to build for those companies yeah and i think that the united states will be a good example and i would guess canadian jurisdictions will look and see and you know play the wait and see approach be cautious about it before they ever jump in and say yeah we want to offer this right away so that people can have this in their lives yeah. now they already do through government means i get that but they've got a little bit more control on that because it's their own product yeah 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 i mean it'll be i'm I'm curious to see how this how, how this transpires it'll be uh it'll be interesting i'm curious to see if people actually do it um and and how they really control it and how it becomes a uh, profit center for these companies uh, a couple things from while we're in ontario canada a couple of big agreements mlse which is the big uh, organization that owns the toronto raptors the toronto maple leafs they signed an agreement with points bet uh they've already got another deal out there in the in the works as well you've got the nhl signing a deal with FanDuel. Uh, this is interesting to me, and I wonder like how these these teams serve all of these masters because it was interesting to even watch the Jays, yeah. for example, on opening day. Uh, they had signed a deal with Bet365, I think, that morning, or at least enough time to get all of the 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 signage up. Same deal with the Maple Leafs in this points yeah. bet deal. I mean, this was all kind of signed in the afternoon, and next thing you know, the boards are covered with the the imagery and the advertising. So it'll be interesting to see some of the teams that have signed deals with more than one suitor and what that looks like for the the team and what that looks like for the potential suitor. Yeah, I think they'll have them th- those suitors in like special special use cases um, and in special arenas yeah. around the around the stadium or mixed in. Speaking of the Jays, my boy Bo Bichette is on a uh, heater. Uh, to start the season, he's looking uh, he's looking nice out of the gate. Really, he was um, dog uh, shit last uh, night against the, the Yankees. 
I think, I, yeah. Aside from that, he's uh, he's he's been doing quite well. I think the Jays the Jays got a lot of uh, they could be good this year. I think they uh, I think they could be one of the teams to beat. Oh, I listen. I think there's a lot of value in the Toronto Blue Jays. I think they were plus eight hundred to win the World Series. I think you know you've got some some good numbers there. I took yesterday afternoon just very quickly because baseball's back in the afternoon and I love it. Uh, I took the over in the Cleveland Guardians. That's still hard for me to say uh, in Kansas City. Kansas City Royals game. The Cleveland Guardians. They used to be the Indians. Oh, I didn't even Guardians. realize. I didn't even realize they. they <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize they switched it. New okay, so there. So we're bit. we're completely done now. We've got we've got the Cleveland Indians or the Guardians, the Redskins or the Commanders. But what about the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, that's I the like, same thing. Is it though? Because Chiefs is supposed to be like a respectful thing. In, in Indians though, Indians is a broad term. Indians, you might as well say people. Not in some I mean, jurisdictions. I get like in, you see, in Canada, you can't say Indians. That's not a thing that's set up here. What do you have to say? Indigenous, indigenous it, people. Yeah, indigenous people. Yeah. I, listen, yeah. I, I, I mean, I get the Redskins. The Redskins is probably the Redskins is about as derogatory as you could get. Um, but like, it, arguably, if you're going to change the Cleveland Indians, you should probably change the Florida State Seminoles. The well, Kansas that's what I was going to ask you. That's your alma mater, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not that 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 name is never changing. You will never get Florida State to change the Seminoles. They are the Seminoles. Um, now, correct correct me if I'm wrong though. You yeah. like it, the Seminole tribe is part of that school. It's part of the infrastructure. You learn about the tribe itself. Isn't that all part and parcel of it? Or am I way off on that? Uh, you're way off on it. I think the the, the, the Seminole tribe is part of the heritage um, of the school. I mean, before every football game, Chief Osceola literally marches in on a fucking horse and puts the spear at the 50 yard line. Um, so, I mean, the Seminole tribe is celebrated um, within FSU culture and like on campus, but it's not like part of the curriculum or like taught. Um, but that, that, that name I could assure you is never going anywhere. Hold on though. Is that, um, is that, 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 is, that is, hold on. Is that, is that chief a real chief or is that like Dan from the Seven Eleven? No, no, he, no, 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 no. He's, he's an, he, he, he's an actor. Um, they, but they have, they have one guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, yes, so, correct. <laughs> what the, what correct. Is, then that's it's completely not actual... disrespectful. That's I, completely... I, that, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's like, honestly, like this whole thing, it's kind of like, I don't want to get into politics, but it's like COVID policy. It's kind of like wherever it applies itself and it's convenient, we're going to change it, but we're not going to be congruent throughout the entire thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I didn't even know that the guardians were the guardians, but there's a, a lot more teams in the U S that are Indian or native American derived that still haven't been changed. The Braves, you well, I mean, they I got could, rid of, I could they probably rifle off. A, they got rid of the Tomahawk chop there at least. Did they? You, well, they're supposed to, you're not supposed to do it, but it's still a thing. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, FSU, everyone's going like this the entire, oh, I, the entire game. Now you're going to get us canceled. I think some woke member. Uh, will, no, we're just trying to have a conversation. I think you're allowed to have dialogue now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least in this yeah, space. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, yeah. It's open, uh, creative, and constructive dialogue. This is my way of saying I hit a great over yesterday, and Bo Bichette really screwed me because I needed the Jays to score over four and a half runs. They got the three, and Bo oh. Bichette could not do anything yesterday. It was just disgusting. Got it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk well, about. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, that's baseball. You literally get paid to do your job 25% of the time, and that's considered good. It's weird, though, isn't it? That that's how the, how the job works? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
in golf. Any, uh, any other job, any other job. Yeah. Tw- 25 to 30% of the time you're fired. In golf, uh, I, I don't think I was doing my job. Although, listen, I, I said Rory, and we gave out Rory last week on the pod, and Rory finished second in the Masters. You gave it. Did yep. you give out Scotty Scheffler? Did you say you were on Scheffler last week on the I pod? Said, I, just, I said Scotty was one of Scotty was one of my two. You uh, you gave me shit for picking two people, but oh, yeah. I uh, I had Scotty. All right. So I was going to ask the question: Why are we so apprehensive to bet Scotty Scheffler? Apparently, one of us is not apprehensive to bet Scotty Scheffler. One of us is all in. I first of all, yeah. I just don't like the guy. I think he's bad for the game of golf. Um, you know, there are conversations now as to whether or not he could get the Grand Slam. I don't want to hear those conversations for some reason. Rational me and gambler me are just like at two polar opposites of one another. So rational me is like, no, this yeah. guy is just ridiculous. I don't like him, whatever. Gambler me is like, yeah, okay, maybe I should take him a little bit. I, I think the common sense approach would be you've got to take this guy, ride this horse until he loses something big. And so far, he hasn't shown that. He's he's lights out. He's won multiple tournaments this year, including the Masters. How could you not take him in any future for the U.S. Open, the, the British Open, the Players' Championship? You've got to be on him for these type of things. I agree with you, but I mean, I also watched his entire round on Sunday. And I mean, there were a lot of mistakes. He was pulling a lot of drives. Um, I think that if there was somebody that was like Tiger or like Rory or Jordan Spieth that really was uh, a threat jumping up the leaderboard, I think he probably would have folded. I mean, he was pulling drives out of bounds. He wasn't hitting a lot of shots. He three putted with his with nerves on on eighteen. Um, that being said, he had a couple of very impressive shots to save those shitty drives, which is why he finished ten under um, and won the tournament. I'm curious to see Rory moving forward after him posting an eight under on Sunday, and I think Rory is more talented. Just pure, he's a pure he's a better pure golfer than Scotty, and he's been there, done that. I'd be picking Rory um, with the next major that's up on the that's up on the list, especially. Uh, the the open um, that's coming up here shortly. Yeah, I, I would, and this is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to tell you flat out, my triumvirate is going to be Scotty Scheffler. I'm going to get a little sprinkle on him because I don't want to look like a loser come Monday. And that was what happened this past Monday. Uh, I will put Rory in that triumvirate and I will put Tiger in, especially if it's the British Open, because I think Tiger just knows those courses over there. He tends to take a little extra time on it. Those would be my three. I, you can't convince me that some of the other players on the tour are going to all of a sudden have an epiphany and start playing well. We haven't seen Justin Thomas or no. Jordan Spieth or you know Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, JT was it was all right. JT was what? JT was tied for fourth or tied for fifth. Tied for um, fifth to finish. It, yeah, Bryson yeah, I, didn't even make the cut. Bryson, Bryson was in the gallery following Tiger around after um, flapping his gums all week. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I you mean know, John Romney. This yeah, come on. Ro- I mean. It was great because who was it? It was Rom and Tiger that were paired on Sunday. It was like great pairings with just shitty scores. Um, it was hard watching them at like what plus ten and plus eight. But I mean, I don't think Tiger wins a major this year. I, I really don't. Um, I think he was in a lot of pain in that during that round. I really do think that four four rounds in a row, it's going to take a while for him to get back to that Tiger. Uh, just that 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 state of Tiger. Mm-hmm. I think he wins a major in 2023. I think he could win the Masters in 2023, or I would bet on him to win the Masters in 2023, um, barring no setback. 
but I don't think he wins. I don't think he wins a major this year just after watching him and after seeing the way he was limping some of the holes. You don't I mean, think the weather had like to do something with that, though? It. it wasn't truly cold. Wait for the open. The open, it'll, it's going to be cold and windy. Um, I mean, those those weather conditions are going to be worse. Um, I mean, we'll see. I just think that it's going to take a while for him to really be a consistent and and like super competitive. But I think he'll get back there after watching. I mean, he made he made the cut. He made the cut after looking for he was looking at prosthetics um, this time last year potentially True. for his for, for his leg, and he beat and he made the cut for the Masters. I think that was a feat in itself. Um, but I think he's got a ways to go until he's elite again. Let's talk about the elite people on the hardwood. The NBA playoffs kick off tonight with the play-in games. You've got Brooklyn and Cleveland. Uh, you've got Minnesota and the LA Clippers. We had a number of people on uh, on Twitter actually ask, "Are you guys going to be talking about uh, your play-in game picks?" And sure, why not? We you know we don't typically do a pick show, but we do talk about the market and how it looks. Uh, currently, you know, if you look at the lines when it comes to winning the NBA championship. Uh, Something stands out to me, and I can just put it on the table. I do not understand why the Brooklyn Nets are plus 600. Uh, for me, that's a plus 1,100, plus 1,200 team at best. Uh, I don't know if they get past the Cleveland Cavaliers in the play-in. I think that's going to be a, a feisty battle. I think the line last I looked at it was eight points. I would take Cleveland all day with that eight points. That seems to make a lot of sense to me. Uh, maybe we can dissect that one first, Anthony, because I, I know you follow this quite closely as well. Uh, for me, I just don't see the Brooklyn Nets. I think this is all sizzle and no steak. I think the Nets win by six. I would not, but that being said, I would not be surprised if somehow Cleveland squeaks out a win here. And the Nets just look off tonight. It wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. That number's um, gone up to nine and a half, in by the, the way. Nine and a half. Jesus, it was eight and a half. It was eight and a half when we just started. So um, some big money so, I mean, coming in on Brooklyn. Yeah. I would, that makes me want to take Cleveland. I would take Cleveland not plus nine and a half all day. I mean, I really don't. Th- Cleveland's good. They're good. They're young. They're athletic. Um, I mean, granted, you're going against Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. If they had Ben Simmons, I would say this game will be they'll, they'll win the game by twenty points. But I mean, they're not going to have Ben Simmons. So, I like I said, I think Brooklyn takes it by like six. But if Cleveland happens to win, I don't think it, a lot of people I don't think would be surprised. Wouldn't be um, stunned by if it if that happens, and I'd love it. No, I, I, I I'm hoping Cleveland wins because the, the, the Nets are the only team that I don't want to run into in the playoffs. Um, being a Miami fan, just in case they get hot. Because yeah, then you're not, a, you, you, don't, you don't stop Kevin Durant. Yeah, you don't. When, when Kevin Durant is dialed in and he's dropping 40 and 40 a night, forget about it. Especially if Kyrie gets hot and we've seen Kyrie in the playoffs, he performs. Um, I don't want any part in that team if they yeah. start clicking. Complete agreement. Clippers and T Wolves, I think we're on the same side here. I'm not sure I'd lay the three points tonight. I'd probably go with the money line at minus 155. It's in the range of yeah. teams that I like to play. So I, I think the T-Wolves get it done at home. I think it's a straight-up win for them tonight, uh, unless you've got a differing opinion on that. Nope. I got Ant-Man. I got Ant-Man and, Car- and Carl Anthony Townsend. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that done. Give me the cat and the ant yeah. on that one. Tomorrow, you got the you got the yeah. Hornets and the Hawks. Uh, I like the Hornets, actually. Fast, young team. I watched the Hawks in person in Toronto last week. Uh it, I don't know. Sometimes they can go cold. Sometimes they can take a, a long stretch off in games. I like, give me the younger, faster team. I'll take the four and a half points in the Hornets. Yeah, I want the Hawks to win, 
because I want the Heat to play the Hawks. Um, but I think the Hornets win. Um, I think you've got Bridges, you've got Melo. Um, they're Melo's Mel, a, a superstar. Uh, Melo really is a superstar. Um, and I think that team's good. I don't want to play them. I think the Heat will beat them, but it'll probably go to like six games. I think if the Heat play the Hawks, it's probably over in four. Um, I just have no, I, I think the Heat will smoke the Hawks. Um, so yeah. That that's that that's pretty much my take on that game. And the other game is the Spurs and the Pelicans. I, I I don't understand for the life of me the San Antonio Spurs. So give me the Pelicans all day, even though they're they're battered and bruised and whatnot. Yeah. I just I for the life of me don't understand San Antonio. So somebody somebody that with a, game's some, completely yeah. Somebody with a degree needs to explain that, to me how the San Antonio Spurs are still kicking around. I don't get it. Like that just that game that that game to me is completely irrelevant. Yeah, but you know I I, I I couldn't I couldn't name I couldn't name a player on the Spurs. Yeah. I could not name you a player on the Spurs. One well, one player, I don't know. Hang on, I got to look up their lineup. Because <laughs> I was going yeah. to say somebody, and I was like, does he still even play on the team? And my answer might not. I was going to say Pat, Patty like Mills Devin, does not play. Devin, Pat, Patty Mills play. No, on the, that that no. was who I was just going to say. Patty Mills is on the Magic. That's right, he's on the Magic. Um, no, Patty Mills is on the but. No, he's on the Bucks. He's either on the Magic or the Bucks. Oh, now I got to look up Patty Mills. He's after. on one of the Eastern Conference teams. Dejounte Murray, uh, Keldon Johnson. Poitel, Jacob Poitel, I know. Uh, Devin Vassell, he doesn't even have a picture on his bio. That tells you. Uh, who else okay, is in but here? Devin Devin Vassell is actually he's good. Yeah, Trey Jones. I mean, um, listen, this is this is a very young team. Yeah, that so, doesn't have a. So they're they're Cleveland. They're basically Cleveland of the West. They are the Cleveland of the West. A little unknown. Patty Whoop Mills plays for Brooklyn now. Oh, got it. There you go. There you go. That little rat. That little rat fink. I hate that guy from when he, <laughs> he was went on the against Spurs. Patty Mills. I hated him on the Spurs. Every time they needed him to make a shot against the Heat, he would drain a bucket. He's been playing in the NBA for a long time. He has been, and he's a good player. I like Patty Mills. He's a good kind of yeah, like six-man player. He's like a Fred Van, yeah, he's like a Fred Van Vliet. Except Van Vliet's about a thousand times better than him, but thanks. Eh, don't don't welcome like yourself Van to Vliet Toronto either. anytime soon. Uh, sports no. NFTs are expected to generate $2 billion in 2022, according to experts. Uh, they say global non-fungible token trading surpassed $40 billion in 2021, which we already knew. Uh, but sports media alone expected to do $2 billion in transactions. First of all, do you agree with the number? Second of all, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing overall? Because I, I hear the number and I understand why, but is it is it good that the number is going to be that high? Yeah, I mean, I think two billion is a small number, to be honest. As far as as far as the overall collectibles market goes, um, it's just going to get bigger. I mean, there's platforms like NBA Top Shot. I'm launching Only Gems. There's Autograph. Um, sports are collectible by nature. People love sports. People love collectibles. People are understanding how NFTs make this value proposition and collecting even better and more seamless less friction. I think that number is going to be much bigger than that moving forward. I mean, when you look at what Mike Rubin's doing at Fanatics, like he is literally building a collectible vertical for every fucking thing going. UFC, N- WWE, NFL is the NFL is NBA, their biggest investor. NFL. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm 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 all for it. I mean, there's a reason why when I evaluated like web3 and like NFTs, I decided to go down the only gems route. There's a lot of money flying into web3. There's a lot of money flying into collectibles. Both markets are booming. Um, it's it's going to get even bigger and bigger in the next couple of years, and I'm ready to ride that wave. So yeah, I think that number is going to be bigger than that um, in the next couple of years for sure. 
you know I'm a big Buffalo Bills fan. In fact, I've got a Buffalo Bills helmet sitting right by my feet right now, which is neither here nor there, I suppose. Uh, I'll put it on one episode. How's that sound? That sound like <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's signed by yeah. EJ Manuel. It's worth absolutely nothing. However, that's Oof. our old quarterback. Yeah, that was one of those things. Did I ever tell you yeah. that story? I'm, I was, I'm a Bills season ticket no. holder. They give you a prize for being fan loyal, right? You're there. You're there through the bad times. Okay. You're going to be through the good times. They send you a ticket to your phone. It's like a little scratch thing. It says you've won a free autographed helmet. I'm thinking it's one of those little miniature helmets. So I walk down to the guest yeah, services yeah. area to go pick up my helmet. And I see people walking away with literal big, big helmets and like professional game helmets. And I think, oh, this oh, so is what a I'm real getting. helmet. Yeah. Hold on a second. Give me a second. We can we can you could just keep talking. I'll be right there. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, but to to, but 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 to be honest, the signed EJ Manuel helmet's more of like a hey, we're going to remind you of the shitty times, and uh, there it is, sick, right? But it's EJ Manuel. You know how disappointed I was when they. That's a nice helmet, though. At least they gave you the white one. The white the the white ones, they're their best helmet. Yeah, put that in the case. I was going to display it back there somewhere. Um, anyway, I'm going to put great. that here while we talk. Uh, in a sign of exploding popularity, though, of Josh Allen, his rookie card. Is this real? His rookie card, or at least one of his football cards, sold for $312,000 through Golden Options. Are you serious? Three hundred dollars For Josh Allen? But aren't Dude, there like, like the top. Aren't there a ton of these in the market already? Okay, but okay. So what what you have to understand about sports cards is, and I, I got to look up what card it actually was. But for instance, like I was at a conference, like the show I was at in Vegas, like I was holding a one point eight million dollar Luka Doncic card that came from an extremely valuable product set, and it also was, I think, a of five. So there's only five of those in existence. Okay, the Josh Allen card. Um, so the way sports cards work. Oh, hold on a second. Let me see what card that is. It's probably a National Treasures like RPA. This uh, same auction they say said had Mahomes card sell his rookie card for one hundred and eighteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, one hundred eighty one. Yeah, it, it's it's a Josh Allen. It, it, it's a Josh Allen National Treasures RPA, which is rookie patch auto, which has a patch of his jersey on it, game worn jersey, and it's a gold to ten. That's a valuable card. Um, that's a very valuable card. Josh Allen's one of the. I mean, people are expecting Josh Allen to win the Super Bowl next year. Um, but 312,000, I mean, it is a lot of money, obviously for a card, all things considered though. I mean, there's cards trading in the seven figure range, um, easily, um, for, for different players. I mean, uh, like I said, Luca, uh, LaMelo, um, some of these guys remember, but Mahomes, I mean, the Mahomes record is, is way higher than that. Um, but that, 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 that's a sick card that would be on my hit list of stuff that I wanted. I'm, I'm, I'm actually in the market for a, uh, for a Josh Allen for my collection. How about an EJ Manuel helmet? Not at that price, price range. How about but... this right here? <laughs> no, no, that that, that I, I hated EJ Manuel at FSU. Oh, that's right. Uh, much less, m- m- much less on the Bills. Yeah, he was terrible. Uh, but w- let me yeah. ask you though, what is the outlay? What do, would I have to put out for a pack of cards or a box of cards in that in that same so realm that you're of, talking about? A box of these cards? Yeah. So the way National Treasures work, there there's basically one pack per box, but with this product, you get okay, but the, the, so the, so there's different classes of product. That National Treasures mm. is like the pinnacle. Like Tops Chrome is another good product. Chronicles and Absolute are like garbage. 
but national treasures. So like, for instance, like, uh, have you seen like Drake is looking for the logo man? Um, yeah. In like uh, basketball cards. Yeah. Okay. So flawless flawless is the pinnacle of basketball cards. Flawless. We're selling for $20,000 per case. There's eight cards in the pet in the case. But if you hit do I a get logo gum? man, a lamella so if you hit like a lamello RPA, like a Zion RPA, a Luca RPA, those are all six figure cards. Um not even graded. Those are six figures. Um so the the the, the caliber and the quality that are contained in those sets are like super, super high end. You're not going to get a $312,000 card in a box of like absolute um, that'll cost you 50 bucks and you can go buy a Walmart. That's that, that, that's not the case, but flawless and national treasures are like the Rolls Royce of, of cards. Hold on. That that, now you got collect. me, you've got me super curious and I got to ask the questions on behalf of the audience today. If I put out 20 G's and I get a box, you're telling me of eight cards. What happens if all, all of those eight cards are dog shit? What happens if you buy a lottery ticket and you don't win? I don't spend 20 grand on lotto. Some people do, though. Oh. The, I mean, the, the, you, you got to understand that you got to understand the guys that are buying those boxes for 20K are like fucking Drake. They're like Wall Street guys that just made 25 million last year and they got to get their licks and it, it's gambling. Like I do it. I, I'll buy boxes that are like a thousand bucks and like crack them open. And like, yeah, I've hit some cards that are worth a decent amount. But I mean, I've also sometimes bought like thousand dollar boxes and haven't gotten shit. Um, it's just kind of the name of the game, but it's fun ripping the packs open and kind of seeing what you get. What's the what's the best hit you've had for the smallest outlay? Uh, I spent two hundred dollars on a box of Topps Chrome Sapphire uh, UEFA. I hit a Pedri uh, to ten, and I sold it for around thirty five hundred bucks. All right, that's all right. That's a good deal. It's a good man. Yeah. Is a shit right yeah, yeah. there. That's, that, that's, that's the biggest hit. The biggest card. The biggest card I have is a twelve thousand dollar Anthony Edwards uh, Prism Auto. That's to sixteen. Um, and then I've got a LeBron Kaboom. What did you pay for that when though? he was on the Heat? Ten thousand. Okay, so it's okay. Fair enough. So I you, pay ten k. It's worth twelve yeah. five right now. Okay, because you know that's only going to go up and up. Yeah, that makes sense. You're going to yeah, say yeah, LeBron? Like for instance, I bought a Bobby Witt. I bought a I bought a, I bought a LeBron uh, on the Heat uh, Kaboom that I bought for like 4K. It's worth like six. But like for instance, last week, so baseball season's hot right now. I bought a Bobby Witt Junior uh, refra pink refractor, which is like to 199, and I bought it for 700. I think one sold on eBay yesterday for 1300, and they're probably just going to keep going up in value as Kids the season goes on. Yeah. So like for me, yeah, for me that's a flip. Um, but then I've got like a bunch of like Ronald Acuna Jr. rookies, uh, George Russell, I just bought a bunch of, and he placed third at uh, Australia this weekend. Um, so, I mean, I buy a lot of these, some of these guys I buy like because I like them, um, like LeBron on the Heat. Other guys I buy for spec, um, like Acuna, Russell, um, Ben Simmons, I lost my ass on. When Ben Simmons got traded to the Nets, I bought a Ben Simmons rookie purple prism. For twelve hundred bucks, it's worth like seven right now. Um, so I'm gonna have to sit on that for a while. So I mean, it, it it ebbs and flows. There's some cards I've lost my ass on. There's other cards I've done well on. Good stuff. I like where it's we all trading. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's like well, it's all the same stuff. You're you're right on the money, right? It's like it's all gambling, it's all an industry, it's all centered yeah. around sports. I think it's right all in the sweet spot oh, of yeah, where yeah. we live and what we talk about. Like so, I've been buying Tua, I've been buying Tua like crazy after uh, um, after we got Tyreek Hill because you think his value is going to just so go we'll up see how that up. goes. Yeah, good luck, Miami. Oh, we'll see. Good I'm either going to get ho- I'm either going to get hosed or. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm either going to get hosed or it's going to pay off. How do I do this? Can I do one of these right there? I can't hear you because this Bills helmet is blocking everything you're saying right now. Yeah. That's what I'm that, saying. To be honest, I actually have. What is <laughs> This is like Where the is prop it? episode of the podcast. I love this. Yeah, see? This is the same card that it's like the same. Where is it? It's basically the same card that Alan just sold, that Alan just sold but it's Tua's. No, nah, it's okay. not going to work. It's still, it's still picking me up. But that's what a rookie... That's what a rookie, a rookie no, you got patch there. Just auto leave it. Yeah, okay, like. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, so okay. That's a, so that, that that's a game-worn jersey signature, and that's a National Treasures card. And what did you pay for that? And then like uh, six hundred, not three hundred okay. twelve thousand. And then okay. that's the Anthony. That's the Anthony Edwards. That's my big card. That's uh. You just got that sitting there, right? Eh? That's valuable. Like hanging out. No, I've got a case next to my desk that has have all my cards in it. Fair enough. This guy. Well, what am I saying? I've got a. Freaking football helmet up my feet. Makes no sense. Anthony, we're going to yeah. have to do this again this week. I am getting a Lewis Hamilton. I'm actually speaking of helmets. I'm get, I'm in the market for a Lewis Hamilton autographed helmet. So if anybody knows one. of one, if anybody knows of one, hit us up. DM there's us. one. There's one on eBay. There's one on eBay, but it's 25 G's. And I'm not spending that on a Lewis Hamilton helmet. You could I just want paint it, this one, bad. make it look more race friendly. I, I know. Give you this for like 200 bucks. Put a my eyes are up on that. There you go, <laughs> Anthony. Thank you so much. That would work. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do an, another show this week. This has been a lot of fun. We got tons of shit to talk about on the next show. We didn't even get to half of stuff, and uh, we're well over time. Uh, so we thank you for listening. Drop a comment. Let us know who you like in the NBA playoffs. Who you're riding? Who you're uh, dying with? And who you think is going to die on the vine? Let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. And if you collect, if you've got something you think is worth something, drop us yeah, that yeah. as well. We'd love to know about that, and we'll interact with you and have a chat. Drop it in the YouTube comments. Until next time, sir. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Subscribe to Guaranteed Money wherever you get your podcasts and find out more details at thedalesreport.com. Don't forget also to check out our YouTube channel for more content.